Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. All right, Shime Time and Nick, here we go. Three, two, one. It's time now for the BitQL Boston Podcast. Let's run the slate with your host, Mike Mutnanski. Oh, we got double action today on a f- football Friday. I'm in my basement. Chris Scheim is in a much better location, a hotel unnamed in Las Vegas. Nick LaPan stepping in. Uh, I miss Nick. I've not seen Nick in three months now. I've talked to him or seen him two days in a row. That's a real treat. But the real story is that Chris Scheim is in Las Vegas. Good morning, Chris Scheim. 7.51 Vegas time. How are you, pal? What's up, bud? I'm great. I'm here at the Luxor Hotel out in Vegas. Uh, Beautiful room. uh, Nice and cozy. It's wonderful. Well, now we know where to call and prank call you in what hotel. Wish you wouldn't have said that out loud, but now I'll be calling the Luxor at all hours. Send Room's not under my name. You won't be able to find me. Damn it. Ruined. <laughs> uh, we'll get to our NFL picks here. I got some prop ideas. Uh, let's start with you. So your trip out to Vegas, how'd everything go? How's every, how do you find your first morning in Vegas, Chris Schott? So it was great. I mean, I uh, yesterday, was just, it was a long-ass flight, man. We were... We sat on the tarmac for like an hour and 15 minutes, and then we finally took off. And then from there, it's like a six-hour flight. So uh, yesterday was a very long day. Um, I technically didn't get to bed until like 24 hours uh, after I had woken up uh, East Coast time. Um, We were out, uh, you know, having a few drinks with my buddy uh, who's getting married this weekend. And uh, so it's it's awesome. I'm trying to – I need to get to a sports book today, though. I went yesterday, but by the time I got there, it was so late – that there were no like people at the desk, yeah. Um, and so I, I need I need to get to a sports book so I can verify my account so I can start mobile betting here. I have to use the uh, the good old BetMGM app. Our friend Ryan Hannibal will appreciate it. Yeah. Um, but uh, but uh, but uh, yeah, I just got to verify my account so I can start getting my action in. It's very easy once you do it. Um, yeah, you can probably get down there uh, in the next couple hours. Get back to bed after you tape this podcast, and you'll be betting this afternoon. But you landed in Vegas with a Bruins winner and. We, we survived the under on Thursday Night Football last night by a couple points. Yeah, good job by you. Uh, I, uh, I missed on both of my Thursday Night Football picks. For some reason, the Falcons decided to involve like five different guys in the running game. Yeah. And Marcus Mariota threw the ball more times than he had uh, just about all year because they were down uh, on t- to the freaking Panthers. And, and then he makes that stupid interception that almost turns into a pick six like – uh, the Falcons were just a bad play. I shouldn't. Here's what I should have done. I should have avoided picking the Falcons because it's two bad football teams going out on a Thursday night football. And when that's the case, anything can happen. Yep, two bad teams in rainy and windy weather. Uh, so we get the under home there to uh, get, connect with a bunch of stuff here uh, this weekend in teasers and parlays. But the, how about your Bruins again? Charlie McAvoy back and scoring goals for your bees and another uh, Prince of Pucks winner on the money line. Yes, sir. The uh, money on the line and regulation was an easy cash there. Uh, thank you to Charlie McAvoy, David Pasternak at the Anthony Netter, and Connor Clifton had the first goal. Yeah, I mean, the Bruins are just a wagon, man. Wow. This, this is it. At this point, it's every time you can. If they're not on a back-to-back, I want to bet the Bruins and the Vegas Golden Knights. Both of these two teams are freaking awesome. Even the New Jersey Devils right now are on an eight-game win streak. Uh, so you have to really kind of take advantage of these hot hands. A lot of teams – 
for whatever reason, have lost multiple, multiple games in a row, and then other teams are really hot on hot streaks. So um, we've got to capitalize on these hot teams while we can. I should have asked. We'll jump into the football picks here in a second. Are the, are the Golden Knights home while you're out there? Is there a chance to sneak in a game on Sunday? <sighs> Unfortunately not. Um, they they are not home. The The cool thing, though, is the Raiders are in. Uh, the Raiders play at home against the Colts this week. They sure do. So, they sure uh, do. So Sunday – Sunday should be a fun, fun little day. There should be, the, the city should be a buzz, if you will, for the Raiders game. I know you and I both like that game as a pick, one of our three picks, and we'll get to it here because I want to let Shime get back to bed. Gracious to get up early. Help us with the picks. Again, we'll go through our three picks on the podcast and prop ideas as well. There will be no podcast on Saturday or Monday as Shime will be traveling to get back, going back to recap it all, including his Vegas shenanigans uh, on Tuesday Shine went 3-0 and last week. I went 1-1-1. and I am 15-9-3 and on the season now, Shine, Do you have an updated record for yourself before you get into pick number one? Yes, I am 15-11-1. and So I've caught in the win nice. category. Nice. Uh, but you're, you're, still, you're still up on me on, the, on that loss category because of the few pushes you've had. So that's like what? As a group, eight games over 500 as a podcast. We'll take that. We'll take that going into week yeah. 10. Absolutely. I mean, no, that's 10 games over 500. But that's... That's 30 and 20. That's not bad. 30, 20, and 4. Oh, you're right. All right, that's not bad at all. Okay, so we are, are trying to push forward here. Uh, I'm rooting for Shime. He's rooting for me. We just used the picks and points. Uh, 3 2 1 format to see who goes first. When Shine keeps rolling off three and O's, he keeps going first. So live at the Luxor Hotel, uh, are you sitting up or are you still laying in bed with the cell phone to make these picks? No, no, no. I'm sitting up. I was originally uh, – I've been roaming around a little bit trying to find a good spot. I found I got a nice couple cozy chairs here by the window. I'm ready to go. Oh, you sound good. All right, let's start with you, Chris Shine. Where do you want to start with your three picks here? Week 10 in the NFL. We should say we're doing this Friday morning. There is some major injury news. Like, I don't know if Kyler Murray's playing. I don't think Matt Stafford's playing. I don't think Josh Allen is playing. I don't know if Ezekiel Elliott is playing. To name, like, three or four guys, Shine. Admittedly – I'm treading a little light here because the injury stuff, it feels more significant, especially a quarterback this week. Yeah, you definitely have to be a little careful uh, with all the injuries this week. That's why I tried to avoid the majority of those games. Um, I actually think the Zeke news might be good for the Cowboys. We, you and I discussed this the last time they played. Zeke was out. Tony Pollard is just a massive, uh, like an all-day play in fantasy and, and, and daily fantasy and things like that. So, um, so that might even help the Cowboys actually in in a weird way. But the, all the quarterback injury news is crazy. Yeah, I mean the the money um, conti- the money continues to tell us. Shine before we get to your first pick in a second. Um, continues yeah, to tell sure. us that that uh, you know uh, what's his name? I'm sorry, what's it? Josh Allen is not going to play. Uh, we are up. We are down to three and a half on that line. It was you know six six and a half a couple days ago, and eighty four percent of the money is on the Vikings. So people are betting this thing like it's going to be Case Keenum. Uh, against the Vikings, uh, we shall see. So I'm, I don't have that game at all. I'll defer to you, Chris Scheim. First pick, 3-0 and kid. What do you got for us? Yeah, I'm going to pick a team I've, I have not picked yet on this podcast um, as a favorite this week, uh, and that would be the Chicago Bears. I, wow. I picked the over in their game last week. I know it's, it's kind of a wild pick, but I just – the Detroit Lions are in an absolute tailspin right now, even with that win over the Green Bay Packers last week. Like, they're just not good at football. Like, you watch them in that game. It was just an ugly, ugly game. They had, they had difficulties moving the football. The only reason they win that game is because Rodgers throws three picks in, in the red zone, in the end zone, for that matter. Yep. Um, and, and so I just – I don't like Detroit. And Chicago, on the other hand, 
is going in the complete opposite direction. They are ascending to one of the better offenses in football. Justin Fields right now at this very moment might be the most electric quarterback in football. Um, he is just a blast to watch. Like his Chicago Bears offense is must-watch TV right now. Um, and so only having a line that's two and a half to me at home seems way, way too low. This, this should easily, easily be in the four and a half to five and a half range, I feel, um, for the Bears hosting the Lions. So give me Chicago laying the two and a half at home for the Lions. Uh, the most public bet of the week are the Bears. 80% of the bets, 90% of the monies. People are seeing, Shine, what you're seeing, and I, I don't even know, necessarily disagree. Uh, I think now is the time to jump in on Justin Fields. He looks like a franchise quarterback in Chicago. That is also a sneaky, sneaky daily fantasy game uh, with these two defenses that both aren't very good. I would be with you if I was if I was picking that game. I'd be with you uh, on the Bears. I'll stay in the division. Uh, and this is a game I mentioned with you, I think it was Tuesday. We did like an early look at the lines and said, what do you notice? This line was too big at 5.5. It's down to 4.5. But give me the Packers plus 4.5 at home against the Cowboys. I mentioned this Tuesday. Just too many points. Rodgers is a home dog in his career. Of three or more points, Chime, he is 5-1. and one. And admittedly, like there's, I can't give you a big hand-in-the-dirt football take on this because on paper, if you did a football like breakdown, DVOA, offensive line, defensive line, stats, you'd say the Cowboys are a much, much better team. This is sort of playing into how, how well the dogs have played. Uh, this year in the NFL, you know, this year uh, underdogs between three and ten points that have the same win percentage or worse than their opponent, they're thirty-four and fifteen. I mean, I, I don't, I did not expect the dogs to be this much of a thing uh, this year, but they really have been. Uh, they've been some bad luck for the Packers this year. They've lost three games uh, by one score. They should have won last week if not for Rodgers just effing around back there. And my hope is going against their former coach. Uh, realizing their season is basically hanging in the balance right now. A couple of the columnists writing today nationally are calling for Brady and Rodgers to miss the playoffs. Like, this is this is really it. And it's not a football pick. It is a Packers have had bad luck. They shouldn't be favored. They shouldn't be a dog by four and a half points. And hopefully the Cowboys are a little rusty coming off the bye week. I'm going to hold my nose and just take it and play into the trend this year of dogs. Packers plus four and a half against the Cowboys. Yeah, I mean, the dogs play is always a good one for sure. I just... I, I wouldn't be able to commit to this pick uh, like you are, to be completely honest. I just, from what I've seen of Green Bay, it's just been bad on bad. Um, so for me, I would uh, this for me game in particular is one of the ones I wrote down as a stay away. I just have to we'll sit back and see, and see what happens. Uh, pick number two for, uh, for my yeah for my second pick, I'm going to go to a team that I've actually liked betting a lot recently, uh, mostly the over because their offense is electric. That'd be the Miami Dolphins. I'm going to take the Miami Dolphins laying three and a half at home against the Cleveland Browns. Um, I, I just, I don't think the Browns are all that good. I think their win over the Bengals was kind of fluky. I think their defense just had a really good night in a primetime game and, and, and the Bengals were doing things. They, they, that was their first real game without Jamar Chase. So they didn't know exactly how to operate. And so I think this Miami team, however, uh, knows exactly how to operate. They know exactly what they want to do at all times. Jeff Wilson added to this rushing attack makes it so much better than it was with just Raheem Mostert. Uh, these two guys together have been awesome. Uh, and then you just look at it. I mean, Tyreek Hill is at, at this point right now might be the best receiver in football. He's on his way to almost 2000 yards. Uh, and Jalen Waddle has been excellent as well this season. I just, I can't, I, I can't stop betting on the Miami dolphins. I'm not going to stop now. Uh, I just, this, this team to me feels like they are, 
primed as long as they stay healthy for a deep playoff run. And I want to take advantage of that as much as I can on lines that are smaller because the way this offense plays, I know their defense hasn't been great, but the way their offense plays, I feel like a lot of the lines that they get should be a little bit bigger. And so three and a half to me doesn't feel enough. Give me the Dolphins at hold laying three and a half against the Browns. They're such a fun offensive team to watch with the Patriots off this week. It'll be fun to, to keep an eye on the Dolphins and watch that Madden offense. Tua at home, by the way, has been really good. 11-3 and three straight up, Shime 10-4 and four against the spread. Uh, the Browns have lost six of the last seven games on the road. Brissett as a dog, not good. 6-21 and 21 straight up in his career, 13-12-2 wow. against the spread. So uh, for, for the, all the reasons you said and some of the historical stuff and betting against – I mean, Stefanski versus Mike McDaniel is a massive mismatch. Um, I think they get the, the Browns get Ward back this week. I don't think that'll be enough. Ivy with you on the Dolphins. So you don't like my pick. I like your first two picks. My second pick, again, ugly, ugly game. But give me Pittsburgh at home getting a point and a half against the Saints. And this is strictly – well, there's, there's a football to this, which I'll get to. But this is Mike Tomlin's world. Man, week five or later, according to the Action Network as an underdog – Tomlin is 39-16-1. That's 71% against the spread. As a home dog after week five in his career, 14-2-1 is Mike Tomlin. Uh, the, Saints, the Saints aren't a good team. They just played Monday night. Watch them get curb stomped by, uh, by the Ravens. They're 3-6, and six, and two of their wins were in the final 65 seconds of those games. I wish I had gotten the three. I totally understand that, but I'll take one and a half at home. I still like Pittsburgh coming off the bye. T.J. Watt is back this week, Chris Kime. They got Kenny Pickett a full bye week. They take Claypool out of that target uh, tree, and so he can focus on his guy, George Pickens, and a really undervalued receiver who is due for a bust-out game, Deontay Johnson. I, I know he's better than these box scores he's been putting out there. Uh, Nacha Harris starting to get a little bit pushed away by the kid Warren there in that backfield. Uh, Steelers have faced, by the way, how about this schedule, Shime? Uh, eight of the top 13 DVOA teams this year. Uh, the Saints are down two starting offensive linemen. Uh, dogs this year, right, one more Mike Tomlin one for you. As a dog against a team with a better record, 25-9-1, and one, uh, everything points to Tomlin off the bye. It points to the Saints not being that good and a short week. I think Pittsburgh it should be even or they should be favored. I'm getting a point and a half. Give me Pittsburgh plus the points at home as a dog against the Saints. Yeah, Pittsburgh has faced one of the toughest schedules of the year yeah. without T.J. Watt, which to me is 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 a massive deal for them. Um, so to get the Saints here after the bye, I think it's a really good spot for them. Um, and, and as a home dog, I I actually I actually like this pick. It's an ugly game, ugly ugly, ugly. game. Oh, it's disgusting. So at, uh, disgusting. At the offset, when you first mention it, it doesn't sound great. But when you actually dive into it, I, I, I'm with you here. I actually like this pick for me. This is a good one. All right, so you and I are on the same game for pick number three, but different versions of it. Why don't you go first? And so I guess we're both paying tribute to you being in Vegas by picking this game. Go ahead. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. And uh, we almost had a first time ever on the podcast. This game was just off the board two minutes ago. Uh, when really? We started the podcast. It is, what? Yes, it is finally back. It is back on the board, though. We are okay. We can bet it. So give me the under of 40-and-a-half Indianapolis in the, in, versus the Raiders. And here's why. Jeff Saturday, the head coach of the Indianapolis Colts, I want to find any way I can to bet against that. But at the same time, Josh McDaniels and the Raiders have been freaking awful this year. They've blown three 17-plus point leads this season. Oh, I know. Three of them. As someone it, holding a, a, a win ticket been, over, needing eight-and-a-half or more wins, Shime, I'm well aware of Josh and the Raiders so far this year. And so the last two weeks for the Raiders, 
Um, they they got shut out against the Saints, and and then they gave up a twenty point lead to the freaking Jaguars. Um, so I uh, I'm just gonna go under here. I don't think Indianapolis's offense. I think they are a always bet the under team at this time uh, until further notice. Sam Ellinger bad, um, and, and that is their starting quarterback. They're not going to be able to move the football effectively, in my opinion. Um, so this screams to me either Raiders blowout or like a 13-9 to kind of game. Just ugly, ugly, ugly game. And uh, with that in mind, I want the under. Give me the under 40 and a half. All right, so the line is posted. What am I getting the Raiders at right now with a fresh line from Vegas, Shime, at 11.06 Eastern time? Raiders are laying four and a half. Okay, I will take the Raiders and lay the four and a half. I, I, this, I mean, this is I, – I will not say the word because I don't want to have to put the expletive tag on the podcast. But this is flipping it for Josh McDaniels. I mean, I, th- this is it. I backed him all year. He could not have a better spot at home in Vegas, Shime in town, against a team <laughs> that is a flipping – clown show if people have not heard it yet I'm sure if you heard it if you're hearing this this afternoon maybe you heard it by now but fellow offensive lineman Joe Thomas buried Jeff Saturday and the Colts today on the NFL Network a three-minute rant that is worthy of finding right now on social media stopping the podcast pausing it and finding it to the point where he said on national TV and I guess that's the NFL I guess cable TV um he basically said that uh the reason Saturday got the job, him and Ursa are drinking buddies, and then proceeded to bury both of them for like three minutes. It's an awesome rant. <laughs> Go find it. It's a dumpster fire. They're 31st in DVOA. They're 32nd in offense. Someone named Franklin Parks and Rec is going to be calling the plays this weekend. <laughs> Jonathan Taylor is still banged up. It's Sam Ellinger. This is it. And, and I don't care. The Raiders' injuries, I don't care about. Because here's the reality. If you take the names out of it, Darren Waller and Hunter Renfro both went to IR yesterday. Foster Moreau has been better than Darren, Darren Waller this year. Mac Hollins has been better than Hunter Renfro this year. So get those two out of it. Don't worry about them. I want, I want the ball thrown early and often against this Colts secondary. Don't run against them like uh, Mike, uh, Matt Patricia tried to do when he ran on 8 of 11 first downs. You can pass on the Colts. There is quit in this team you know. Can you imagine, Shime? Like, when there's changes in, in our radio station, the text that goes on between employees, can you imagine the Colts players this week? Oh, my. Who's who's our coach? Who's our coach? They don't want to play for this Taylor guy. Shaquille Leonard group chat? Right? I can't even imagine. Like, do you think Taylor wants to come back and play when this season they're, they, they're tanking? No, no, no. This Again, if I'm wrong on this <laughs> one, so be it. But if Josh can't win this game and cover the four and a half, then, then I might have to officially break up with my coaching binky, Josh McDaniels. Uh, by the way, the, the Raiders about teams with bad luck this year. 0-5 in games decided by one score after going 7-2 and in those same games last year. So they were due for some regression. They're getting it. But this team is a clown show, the Colts are. Give me the Raiders. Lay in the 4.5. You want the under. I want a good, ugly game. I want to blow on the Raiders' side. I want Shime cheering this home for the sports book on Sunday. Jeff Saturday, it would be – he can't – Raiders land four and a half. That's my story. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you Stick on this. It. I, it, trust me, uh, when I when I was giving the under, I thought about this pick. I really considered it, um, and uh, I just I, I couldn't I couldn't convince myself to do it. I'd rather just play the under, just knowing how bad Indianapolis's offense is going to be. All right, so my three will be Packers getting four and a half at home against the Cowboys, Steelers plus a point and a half against the Saints, Vegas, 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 baby, the Chris Shine Vegas Raiders laying four and a half against the Godforsaken Colts. Recap your three real quick for us, Sean. 
Uh, yeah, so my three this week are going to be uh, the Chicago Bears laying two and a half at home for Detroit, uh, Miami laying three and a half at home for the Browns, and the under 40 and a half in uh, Vegas versus Indy. I would not uh, be upset at all if you told me that because of your travel, you've not spent a lot of time on prop bets. Uh, so I'll let you, I'll defer to you and go first. You are the king of props on this show, at least. You had an amazing record to start the year. Anything stand out for you week 10 in the prop streets? Yeah, right off the bat, a uh, game that I bet my first game bet of the week is the Justin Fields rushing yards prop. I feel like this is the Amon Ra, St. Brown, and Christian Kirk receiving yards prop from the first three weeks of the season that Vegas just isn't adjusting enough yet. Um, so I want the over 57.5 for Justin Fields rushing yards. This guy, they, they figured it out, right? They, they understand how to utilize Justin Fields and its design runs and, and occasional passes. And then they hand it off to the running back. Like it's primarily hand off to the running back, design runs for fields. If it's third and long, we throw it. If it's third and short, we can still run it. And that's what Chicago wants to do. 57 and a half to me isn't enough for Justin Fields. This guy has run for over 100 yards now, a couple weeks in a row. Um, he is electric. He is awesome. I want to, again, I want to ride the hot hand. That's kind of the theme of the week for me. Um, so give me Fields over 57 and a half rushing yards against the Lions. Okay, so I have three pops written down, and the first one of all is Justin Fields. It is not the total, although the fifty-seven and a half. It just, it's too low. I, 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 they, they, it's been too low for a month, like you said. I want the attempts though, like the the, the attempts. Like this is the same thing Ooh. as Jalen Hurts. It's nine and a half. Shine. He's gonna run the ball eleven what? or twelve times. Like I, I, I don't get it. So I'm with you on Fields. I'm just betting it a different way. Give me over nine and a half rush attempts for Fields in this game, right? Yeah, 100%. I think this is a great play. Um, I, uh, I, I, one of the things I, I failed to do as a props guy, which is is bad job by me, I never look at the attempts as much as I should. And this is a situation where I think you can capitalize on it. All right, anything else on your prop sheet there? Uh, yeah, I'm actually going to go under on a rushing yards prop that I normally, normally wouldn't do, uh, but I'm going to take the under 78.5 of Kenneth Walker rush yards against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, that is what, 6.30 yeah, it's, it's, your time Sunday morning, 9.30 Eastern over in Germany with the Steins of beer being hoisted. Yeah, people are clearly betting Kenneth Walker. Like the the over is minus 130, uh, and so the under, I'm getting it even money, which wow. I personally love against a Buccaneers team that yeah. is, is good against the run. They're not like amazing. They're not as good as they have been in the past, but they're still very good against the run, um, and, and, and I think that continues. Vita Vea was awesome. Uh, against the Rams last week, uh, and he, him being in the center of that uh, defensive line is just such a massive difference for this team. Um, so, I, you know, Kenneth Walker has been tremendous, but I think this is the one spot where I want to fade him. Uh, in Germany, that trip, and, like, he had all those passport issues and all these different things, I want to bet against Kenneth Walker this week. So give me the under 78.5 rushing yards for Kenneth Walker. I like it. The Bucks are a top 13 DVOA team against the rush. They're actually six against the pass, so they flipped it a little bit, but they're still top 15. I'm with you. I think the Seahawks I, – I, I, I thought you were going to take the Seahawks in that game. I actually think they're going to have some trouble. I, I think the Bucks are more prepared to go on the road and play a game like this. It's a much – isn't it a much easier travel for them? Isn't it an extra what? How many hours from Seattle out to Germany? To an extra six hours. It's a 12-hour yeah. trip, I think. Oh. I'm going to end up betting the Bucks. It's down to two and a half. I should have bet it this morning in New Hampshire. I didn't do it. I'm stupid. Wish I had. Uh, I'll give you a rushing prop as well in that Raiders game. I, I think Josh is smart. So I, I this is like the anti-Matt Patricia take. So Matt Patricia, I'll mention it again, he ran eight of the 11 Patriots' first first downs 
against the sixth best DVOA defense in uh, football last week, the Colts. And on those runs, averaged a, a an amazing 1.8 yards per carry. Congrats to him. I don't think Josh is going to do that. I think they're going to try to throw the ball early. They put Josh Jacobs' rush attempts number up at 21 and a half. Actually want the under on that. I don't think he's going to get that many carries. I think he's going to recognize jobs in the line. I have Devontae Adams, Foster Moreau, Matt Collins. Let's let Derek Carr eat at home against the Colts team on the give up. So I'm going to take the under on Josh Jacobs' run attempts with the thought of McDaniel's too smart to run it into the line over and over again the way Patricia did last week. Yeah, I think that's a good play. Uh, I think that's the right play. Um, Jacobs has had you know a, a little bit of a struggle here since absolutely tearing it off the cover uh, the first couple weeks. Yeah, so, they're also uh, mixing like, like it's Amir Abdullah starting to in his carries too. Some potential that Jacobs not even out there on third down. So it, it's it's. Uh, I know it's an attempts prop. It's not that fun to bet. People like betting unders, but uh, that's why I'm betting the under. Uh, I have one more shine, but it's not listed currently. I don't know why. I was going to ask you. So there, are, at least on my uh, where I'm looking, I can see no props for rushing props or receiving props for Kansas City and Jacksonville right now. All I see is Mahomes and Kelsey. That's it. So I don't know when they'll repost it, but keep an eye on Christian. Yeah, there's Kirk. nothing. Keep an eye on Christian Kirk when they eventually post it. So my thesis on this game, I, I think that Jacksonville is going to be behind in this game and have to throw quite a bit. Uh, and in that scenario, I want Christian Kirk and I want his over uh, on his receiving yards uh, in this game. Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs have given up a four 100-yard receiving games this year to opponents. They've given up 1,200 yards receiving, which is about middle of the pack in the NFL. But I think the reality here is that they're going to be, they're going to be ahead uh, the Jaguars are going to have to throw. They have shown the last couple of weeks they want to throw in there behind. They came back against the Raiders and just chucked it around the park. They'll have to do it again. I think Christian Kirk, who you had early in the year in a couple of prop bets, Shyman, you were on that, uh, is the most reliable receiver there. So I don't know what they'll make it. I expect it'll be somewhere between like 48 and 54. If that's the case, I'll be betting mm-hmm. the over on Christian Kirk's uh, over on receiving yards once they post it. No line yet against Kansas City. I'm not sure why. Yeah, I, I think I, I think that's a good play. Uh, Jacksonville's going to be playing from behind in that game. You just oh, know yeah. it. They're going to have to throw. And if they're going to have to throw, it's going to be Christian Kirk. You saw it last week. They they threw a ton. And what did, what did Trevor Lawrence do? He found Christian Kirk the majority of the time. So I actually really like that play this week. Month. Anything else from you, buddy? Yeah, so I got two more for you. Uh, I'm going to go back to Old Faithful here. Give me uh, minus three and a half for the Philadelphia Eagles in the second quarter oh, uh, against the Washington Commanders. Again, I cannot stress this enough how good the Eagles have been in the second quarter. I understand that it didn't hit last time. That's because they played the Texans on Thursday night, and it was just – it was to be honest, it was a slow first half. They were much, much better in the second half, um, and I just got unlucky with one long Texans drive. And that's going to happen sometimes. I'm not too worried about it. The commanders are not that way. They are not that good. Philadelphia should stomp in this game. And so three and a half in the second quarter to me, not enough. Philly is going to score a touchdown. I don't know if Washington's going to score. Even if they do kick a field goal, that's fine. We still cover. Give me minus three and a half for Philadelphia in the second quarter. And then my last prop bet for you, I'm going to go back to one of my picks today. That would be the Miami game against Cleveland. Cleveland is horrendous against the run. Um, I want over 41 and a half for Jeff Wilson Jr. in this game. Miami's run offense hasn't been great this year, but you saw it really play well against the Chicago Bears last week. I think the addition of Jeff Wilson to this offense helps that. For Right now, Raheem Mostert's number isn't even listed. 
Um, but Jeff Wilson's is. I think Jeff Wilson might just become the starting running back in this backfield. There's a chance Jeff Wilson is just outright better than Raheem Mostert. And uh, so I want to capitalize on that now before that number starts to creep up because I think this is the week Miami really figures out their running game. Give me the over 41.5 for Jeff Wilson Jr. Love it, love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. Um, how about number of bets you'll have today on the fr- on Friday? You're in Vegas. You're going to verify your account. What are you firing on today, Sean, you feel good about? Yeah, uh, so I haven't done uh, a ton of my research yet. I was planning on doing that all morning, get, get my coffee, and then start, uh, start doing it. But I'm definitely going to have some hockey bets uh, going up today. Um, I'm not exactly sure how I'm going to approach it. I know I'm probably going to bet the over in the Minnesota-Seattle game at the end of the day, 7 o'clock my time, 10 o'clock Eastern time. Uh, that is the one play I am very confident I am going to make today. Um, but any other plays I get, I will be happy to tweet out a tag the BetQL account. We can retweet it all around. Um, so just, so keep, keep an eye on my Twitter account today. I will make sure to tweet about any plays I got uh, today and tomorrow. That will be the, the same for today and tomorrow. Uh, I love it. Absolutely love it. Uh, what's the what's the schedule today? So is the wedding tomorrow or tonight? The wedding is tomorrow. It's tomorrow afternoon, evening time. So you have an um, open open so Vegas have... fri- open Vegas Friday. Yes, sir. Oh baby, oh baby. I'm jealous. I'm gonna go clean the rest of my gutters out, and Shime's gonna enjoy uh, <laughs> Vegas on a Friday. All right. Well, I'm gonna let you get to it. You've yeah, got right. up early for this, uh, Shime. People can subscribe, rate, and review. Uh, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and the Odyssey app. Shine mentioned Twitter, BetQL Boston on Twitter, BetQL Boston on Twitter. We'll, we'll retweet uh, any of Shine's picks while he's out there, any live bets that he makes. Um, and it, I mean, I, I hadn't thought about that. Vegas Raiders at home, Shine in the building. I, I could see you texting me saying I played a, a big same game parlay with the Raiders in the under. I could see that text coming some point Sunday. I could see that. Uh, it probably will, to be completely honest with you. All right, Shime, you're a warrior. Got up early for this. Get back to bed. Enjoy your Vegas weekend. We'll recap it all on Tuesday, buddy. Thank you so much. Thanks, bud. I'll talk to you. That's our guy, Chris Shime. He's out in Vegas. Again, subscribe, rate, and review to the podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and the Odyssey app. You can check us out on Twitter, BetQL Boston, BetQL Boston. Watch the injuries this weekend. We'll see what happens and recap it all on Tuesday. Huge thanks to Shime for getting up early. Big thanks to Nick LaPan stepping in and producing. We are back on Tuesday Hit all your football bets. Week 10, the National Football League.